Welcome to the Daily Influencers Podcast. My name is Erica Marie Daly, former marketer and brand manager turned your influencer marketing coach. On this podcast, we help both influencers and brands maximize their collaborations, grow on social media, make more money, and waste less time. Speaking of which, let's jump right into today's episode. This episode is brought to you by my free masterclass where we talk about landing paying brand deals with any size following. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, my following's not big enough. When I say any size following, I truly mean any size following. And I'll just say a lot of my students actually come to me with very little followers, no experience pitching, and have never sent a pitch before. So if you think that you're not ready or everyone else is further than you, that is not the case. And every single day I'm having influencers telling me that they landed their first paying brand deal. So if you want to take my hour and a half free masterclass all about how how to land paying brand deals and make more money as a smaller influencer, go to www.landthebrandz with an S at the end.com slash masterclass. All right, let's jump into today's episode. I know last week we were talking all about how to make yourself stand out using a USP when you're pitching brands. And I wanted to get more into what you want to be doing when you're pitching, but then I thought, why don't I actually first start with what not to do when pitching? Because that's equally, if not more important than what to do when pitching. Because if you're messing up right away, that's going to discount you. If you're sending okay pitches, that's not horrible. And if you're sending really great pitches, well, that's great. So let's first talk about the things that I don't want you guys to do when you're pitching. So I'm going to give you three things not to do and give you an example of somebody putting it in their pitch and then how we can turn it around. So number one is never put yourself down or point out the negative. And so we only ever want to focus on the positive in your pitch. There might be things that you're not super great at, but we don't need to emphasize that or talk about it. You want to find the things that you do really well and emphasize those things. So let me give you an example of what not to do using this example. Hi, my name is Erica, and I would love the opportunity to be able to work with your brand. I just started my blog a few months ago. I also created an Instagram page to go with it. I know I'm just starting out and don't have a ton of followers, but I would really love to promote your products. Thank you for your consideration. So everything mentioned in this is exactly why a brand wouldn't want to collaborate or become a partner. All I did here was highlight how much of a newbie I was and then ask the brand for a favor, aka freebies or consideration. Now, you have something so valuable to give brands, and that is your ability to create content and showcase it to your audience no matter how big or small you are. And so highlighting that you don't have a ton of followers or saying that you're just starting out, that is not information that a brand needs to know. And you also don't want to say something like, thank you for your consideration. You want to do something, um, we, we had a term for this in sales and I cannot think of it, But, oh, it's called assuming the close. So you want to assume the close. And how you do that would say, I look forward to working with you. That's an assumptive close where you're speaking it basically into existence. Like, hey, I'm already saying that we're going to work together and I can't wait for that. Rather than thank you for your consideration, which is kind of like, eh, we'll see if this works out. So example number one of what not to do is never put yourself down or point out the negative. Now, the second one is never just send an email asking if you're looking for influencers. You guys, as somebody who has hired thousands of influencers and probably seen 
over 10,000 pitches. This is something that I got more than you would think. And especially if you're sending this via DM, you got to think of this like a job. When you're applying to be an influencer, you need to be pitching them with why you'd be a valuable person for this position. If you just were looking for a job and you emailed them and said, hey, are you hiring? They're just going to brush you over. No, you need to research if we're hiring, research our business and tell me why you'd be a great fit for our company. So an example of what not to do is, hi brand, my name is Erica. I was wondering if you were looking for influencers to work with. I would love to work with you. Now real quick, how many of you guys have done this? Raise your hand if you're guilty. Don't feel bad because so many people have and it's really not your fault. No one is teaching pitching, well, except me. And so you guys really don't know what to do unless you've been in this world and that's where I come in because I worked on the brand side and I was the person receiving pitches and selecting which influencers we were working with. So kind of the reason I want to show you why this doesn't work is it really shows no effort at all. It doesn't highlight any benefit about you. It lacks confidence and it's not even a pitch at all. And to top it all off, it doesn't say anything about how you would be a benefit to the brand. Because you guys got to remember when you're pitching a brand to work for them or collaborate, especially if you want pay, you need to explain why you are going to bring benefit to their company because the whole point of them hiring you is because you're going to benefit them in some way and you're going to give them a return on their investment into you. No brand, no company would ever invest into something that they didn't think that they were going to get a return on. That just isn't smart business and nobody would do it. So remember that you are pitching a brand to show them value that you bring to the table. So when you come at them and you just ask them if they're hiring influencers, that does none of that. So what I want you to keep in your mind is never just ask a brand if they are looking for influencers. Never, ever, ever. First of all, when you do that, that's going to be an automatic no. I know if somebody did that to me, it would just automatically be no. I'd be like, this person's not professional. They are not putting any effort into this pitch and it's just not probably going to end up well. So I'm just going to count this one out, move on to the next influencer who actually took the time to research our business, pitch something, you know, that shows that they're valuable and really, you know, put in the effort because another thing you guys have to remember, and you know, I have a lot of experience with this because I've worked with so many influencers is that influencers do have a bad name a little bit because there's a lot of times when brands will hire an influencer and the influencer just does not follow through. They don't do what they said they were going to do. They just flake out and completely disappear. They take the money and run. They have a fake audience. I mean, there's so many things that influencers do that has given it a bad name because, you know, there's just all kinds of different people that are influencers. And so when a brand gets a pitch right away that isn't showing professionalism, isn't showing effort, that just puts in my head when I'm hiring influencers that, I'm better off finding somebody who put in the effort and is more professional because odds are they're going to perform, they're not going to be flaky, they're not going to disappear, and they're going to follow through. So just keep that in mind. And by the way, if you pitch a brand and they aren't hiring influencers, they'll just tell you, they'll say, hey, sorry, we're not hiring any new influencers right now, or we don't work with influencers, whatever the case. But at that point, then you can say, okay, great, and move on. But do not ask. <laughs> All right. The last one is actually more so for your proposals, but I'm also going to throw this into pitching because sometimes your pitch is also your proposal. And I call this one the help them help you, meaning help the brand help you out here. So 
Let's talk about the pitch and proposal process. So if you just send out a general pitch or proposal with zero ideas on how you can partner with the brand, you're basically just expecting them to stop what they're doing, go on your website, go to your social media handles, try to figure out what you're good at, what you're all about, what you like, what your skill sets are, and then come up with ideas on how you guys can work together. And no one has time for that, especially not a brand. And you have to think if there's influencers out there who are pitching with all these ideas versus you who's pitching with zero ideas, they're going to go with the one that has takes less work, which is the person that has all the ideas. So another thing to keep in mind here is Your media kit is so important to send out when you are sending your pitches and proposals. And if you guys don't know what that is, then I highly suggest you take that masterclass and then hop into my course, Land the Brands, because I teach you all of this. But the reason your media kit is so important is because it highlights who you are as a person, it highlights who you are as an influencer, and it highlights your skill sets. So even if you're not presenting the brand with ideas on exactly how you could work together or what type of collaboration you could do, they at least can just quickly look at your media kit, get a feel for you, get a feel for you as an influencer and what your audience is all about, and then also get a feel for your skill set. So if you're great at videography and you have a big YouTube audience and they know that you love cooking, perfect. You can do a cooking show with their products on your YouTube channel and that's gonna be the best thing. But if you don't tell them anything about you, they're going to have to go and research it. And that is a lot of work for them. And so again, they're just going to move to the person that's more professional, gave them more information and made their job easier. So what I want you guys to do here, when you are coming up with a proposal on what you want to present them and what ideas you have, go to their website and do your research, figure out what their goals are. And this is something I teach my influencers to actually ask about in their pitch so that when they do propose, they can actually propose on exactly what the brand said their goals are. So maybe the brand needs brand awareness or maybe they need fresh content for their social media or a new campaign video and let them know that you can provide these things to help them reach their goals. So how do you know if they need more brand awareness? Well, if they don't have a big social media presence at all, that's probably something that they want to work on. So how can you as an influencer bring them more brand awareness and bring them more followers to their social media? Or maybe you look at their Instagram and they have horrible pictures. They're not posting a lot. So you could say, hey, it looks like you need some fresh content for your Instagram so you can post more frequently. Why don't I put together a proposal where I send you a ton of different pictures that you can use on your own social media? Or maybe they need a new campaign video. Maybe they just launched a brand new product and you know that they always launch a campaign video with a new influencer. You should propose how you could be that person for them. So just with a little bit of research on these brands, it's a little bit more time for you, but it's gonna make you stand out so much more. And when you're not doing this, again, that could just be an instant no for the brand because they just don't have time to do that work for you. So what I want you to remember is if you make it as easy as possible for them, it will be really hard for them to say no to you. You're gonna go to the top of the pile because you made their job easy, you look professional, you know what you're doing, and they probably can count on you. And that goes a really long way. So I hope you guys take these three things to heart. Do not, I'm just gonna wrap it all up again, do not ever put yourself down or point out the negative. Instead, we want you guys to focus on all of the positives about you because there's always gonna be positives about you. And then never send an email asking if they're looking for influencers. Never, ever, ever. 
If they aren't, again, they're going to tell you. You want to send a full-on pitch, and in your pitch, you want to help them help you. Make it as easy as possible. All right, you guys, good luck out there pitching. If you need help, again, go to my masterclass. It's absolutely free. It's an hour and a half. I do a Q&A at the end. I'll put the link in the description box below if you guys um, want to go check that out and you don't remember what the URL is. And then if you need even more help, I have courses, I have coaching that you can do. I do private one-on-one calls. So if you have any questions, reach out to me. I'm happy to hop on the phone with you and see what your goals are and see how you I can help you and what the best fit for you would be. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you could take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this podcast with your friends. All right, you guys, I'll see you on the next episode.